it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. The war I didn't know I needed. <laughs> uh, the Bucky's store war. Have you ever been to a Bucky's? There's, I don't know, between 40 and 50 Bucky's around the United States, Georgia, Florida, Kentucky, South Carolina, Tennessee. Um, I guess they have locations planned in Colorado, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Virginia, and Wisconsin. So they are uh, growing. However, the war that I'm referring to is the size of the Buckies. So the largest Buckies right now is in Texas, or it's being built here in Texas, a uh, 75,000 square foot Buckies outside of Houston. Right. Okay. So before this one, it was in Tennessee, a 66,335 square foot store. And Texas was like, no, 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 we can't have that. We have to have the largest. Well, then I see a story where governor Ron DeSantis announced the largest Bucky's will be built in Florida. Okay, the governor said Bucky's will uh, have an 80,000 square feet store with 120 fuel pumps and around 720 parking spaces. Now, I know also Bucky's has some uh, Tesla charging stations as well. I don't know if that's coming to the one in Florida or not. I guess probably all the new ones have it. I know a lot of truckers and no one supports truckers more than this program. Uh, Chewing the Fat and Jeff Fisher don't like Bucky's because there's no diesel gas at Bucky's. Now trucks can stop there and get uh, goods but services, but no Petro. So they don't really necessarily like truckers. They, Bucky's wants to have, uh, you know, busloads of fans and uh, automobiles coming to their place. And, you know, everybody loves the Bucky's. They've got, uh, you know, baked goods and commodities. <laughs> And a soda wall and a food wall. It's pretty incredible store to stop in. Uh, no question about it. But now it's the battle of who has the largest Bucky's. The war I didn't know I really needed, but I do love the idea of people battling or states battling over who has the largest Bucky's. So for now, the largest is in Tennessee. And, and the largest one will be open in Texas sometime either at the end or the beginning of next year. And then there's one larger being built in Florida. So who's next? Who's next and how big will it be? Your guess is as good as mine. I don't know if, if you have the largest buckies if you get a bigger beaver out front. But usually if you're the biggest you get the biggest beaver. You can quote me on that, as a matter of fact. Although I think all the beavers are the same size at Bucky's. So, I mean, everybody's got a picture of themselves and the family with the Bucky beaver mascot outside of Bucky's, right? 
So I'm guessing that they're all the same size. So maybe my theory of if you've got the biggest, you get the biggest beaver. Maybe for Bucky's that's not true. Maybe all the beavers are the same size, no matter how big you are. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, so 4.2 million freestyle Libra glucose monitors have been recalled by the FDA for risk of overheating and fire. That does not sound good. <laughs> I would say that is suboptimal. So at least seven fires and one injury that were related to some freestyle Libra glucose monitor products have led the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to issue a Class 1 recall. That's the agency's strongest, which suggests that the use of a device could cause serious injuries or death. The manufacturer, Abbott, says, whoa, there have been 206 incidents related to these monitors since 2014, but... No users have died due to the problem, nor have there been any serious adverse health consequences. All right. So Abbott initiated a voluntary uh, medical device correction in February to their uh, Freestyle Libra, the Freestyle Libra 14-day, and the Freestyle Libra 2. So readers in the U.S., to the readers in uh, the U.S., because of reports from some users that the reader's lithium-ion batteries swelled, overheated, and in some cases generated sparks or even caused a fire. So the problem is, well, it's not that. It's that you people are using the wrong cable to charge it, okay? It's not us. It's you. And we'll go ahead and recall it voluntarily, but it's not us. It's you. (laughs) Uh, We provide you with the uh, USB cable and a power adapter and uh, you don't need to be using any other uh, chargers and adapters other than the ones we give you with our monitor, okay? Don't be ordering that stuff off of Amazon. Don't be going into Walmart and ordering and using that charger, okay? No, use only what we provide, all right? I mean, these things are amazing, right? I mean, you put them on the side of your arm and it checks your blood pressure or I mean your sugar levels without having to prick your fingers. It's uh, pretty incredible. Um, uh, it's amazing how the monitor works and it uses a handheld device that reads a sensor placed on the back of the person's upper arm and it captures real-time glucose levels. Incredible. But just be careful, okay? There's a recall. Make sure you're doing it right. Make sure you have the right one on and don't you dare, don't you dare use a different charger than the one Abbott provides, okay? I don't know if it's short. I don't know if they have like the Apple chargers that are only, you know, a foot long. So you got to stand by the, (laughs) maybe you have to stand by the wall while it's charging. I don't know how it works. I really don't. Maybe you could email me chewingthefatoftheblaze.com and let me know how it actually works if you have to stand next to the wall (laughs) to charge it. I don't think that's the case, Uh, but I don't know because I don't have one. So just be careful out there, okay? For those of you using the Abbott Freestyle Libra, Freestyle Libra 14 Day, and the Freestyle Libra 2, all right? There has been a recall, and it is a class one recall, so be careful. So as long as I'm, uh, you know, going through the uh, health company Rolodex, I see where Johnson & Johnson said uh, that it's ready to pay nearly $9 billion 
to settle allegations that its baby powder and talc products cause cancer. More than 60,000 people have sued uh, Johnson & Johnson, including many, many women who say they developed ovarian cancer and uh, mesothelioma. That's not right. Mesothelioma. Yeah, that's, well, that's, I think that's close to what I said. Mesothelioma. Yeah, okay, thank you. Mesothelioma, yeah. <laughs> it's not funny if you have it. Anyway, for years, uh, Johnson & Johnson has denied the allegations and maintained that its health products are safe. Uh, but last year, the company said, all right, fine, we'll stop selling our talc-based baby powder globally. Uh, we already stopped selling it in the U.S., so fine, we'll stop selling it around the globe too, okay? So Johnson & Johnson says it has the support of the vast majority of claimants to pay the settlement over 25 years if a bankruptcy court approves the plan. It would be one of the largest settlements of its kind in U.S. history. Yeah, uh, $8.9 billion to settle this case. I don't know what that means. Does that mean that the 60,000 people get like 10 bucks? I'm not sure. Uh, Johnson & Johnson says, we're not admitting any wrongdoing as part of the proposed settlement. The claims lack scientific merit, but hey, it, uh, sure they lack all that scientific merit, but we're not admitting anything wrong, and we stopped selling it too to make if we want to make yourself happy. So I don't know what that means. If you're part of the class action lawsuit, uh, let me know how much money you end up getting, because I feel like every time I was part of a class action lawsuit, and I've only happened a couple of times in my life where I said, "Yeah, you know what? I'm part of that," and I got like two bucks. Uh, the case sounded great. <laughs> Uh, they settled for $9 billion and the attorneys took home $4 billion and you, the person who is sick, got a good, a solid, full $4. So congratulations to you. I mean, hopefully it's a lot more than that, but I, I just know what has happened in the past. We also have the uh, eyedrop recall, which, you know, happened. We started, we got an alert on that way back in January, and I guess we haven't been worried about it since. But now we have more people that have been sick, I mean, and real sick, Connecticut Department of Public Health who investigated its first case in June, since then has said it has identified 26 patients and most have been in long-term health care facilities. So they've got, they're spreading bacteria without ever knowing they can carry them on their skin. <sighs> okay, so three patients have died, eight needed corneal transplants, four have had at least one eye removed. That is suboptimal. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that is suboptimal. So Ezra Care Artificial Tears was the brand most commonly reported among people who later became ill. The drops have since been recalled along with the Delsum Pharma's Artificial Tears and its Artificial Eye Ointment. Man, does that sound good. That's a good time when you need eye ointment. <laughs> Okay, so eye infections have been the most common, but because the eyes are directly linked to the nasal cavity, bacteria can move into the respiratory tract and lead to pneumonia. Now, the disease, the pseudo... Pseudomonas aeruginosa. Yeah, uh, can affect pretty much any tissue in the body as it travels through the blood, and it can cause sepsis. 
So this doc, a cornea specialist in uh, Miami, said that uh, they've treated several patients. So if you are using the <laughs> eye ointment <laughs> or the eye drops, I don't know. Uh, just be careful out there because it sounds like you don't want Nana. Pseudomonas aeruginosa. Yeah, I don't want that. Just between you and me, if the doc says, well, I've got something to tell you. It looks like you're suffering from... Pseudomonas aeruginosa. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want a doctor to tell you that. I darn sure don't want a doctor to tell me that. Okay, let's go to the break room. <laughs> I need something cold to drink instead of thinking about... Pseudomonas aeruginosa. Yeah, desperately. If you, like me, need to spruce up your yard a little bit, I've got a way for you to do that. Fastgrowingtrees.com uh, I don't know about your yard, but my yard went to, well, heck, all heck. <laughs> went to all heck this winter. I got dead bushes on top of dead bushes. I just went to fastgrowingtrees.com. I ordered some green velvet boxwood shrubs. I'm hoping that once they arrive, they will look as good as I'm planning on them looking. Um, fastgrowingtrees.com uh, will help you plant your dream garden with their expert advice and fast, reliable shipping. Shipping. Fastgrowingtrees.com plant experts curate thousands of easy-to-grow plant shrubs and tree varieties for your unique climate. Uh, Mayor lemons to evergreens and everything in between. Happy plants, happy home, right? <laughs> but sometimes it's hard to know which plants will do the best. No problem, because with FastGrowingTrees.com, you get customized recommendations based on your specific needs. Plus, their plant experts are always available to keep your plants growing healthy through the season and beyond. No more waiting in long lines and hauling heavy plants around. With FastGrowingTrees.com, you order online and your plants arrive at your door in just a few days. I am uh, looking forward to my uh, green velvet boxwood shrub arriving. They will be arriving very soon. And with Fast Growing Trees 30 Day Alive and Thrive Guarantee, you know everything will look great fresh out of the box. Join 1.5 million happy Fast Growing Trees customers. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash jeffy. Do that now. You're going to get 15% off your entire order. 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash jeffy. I mean, when you look out your front door and you see those dead shrubs, you don't want to see those dead shrubs. No, you don't want to. Uh, and I'll tell you who else doesn't want to see them. The HOAs. So go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash jeffy. Fastgrowingtrees.com dot com slash jeffy get 15 percent off fastgrowingtrees.com slash jeffy okay so i watched the diane sawyer abc special with jeremy renner this weekend it, it aired last week and i hadn't had an opportunity to catch it all we played the promo on the show which i was just about right really uh, the promo, the couple minute promo was all you need, but you know, I watched the whole thing because I'm fascinated by the accident. I'm fascinated by Jeremy. I love his work. I want to know how he's doing. I want to know what happened. And it's pretty, it's really cool 
to, uh, and I say cool, it was kind of interesting how they gave a diagram of actually what happened to him. And, I mean, the guy had 30 broken bones, um, eight ribs, his right knee and ankle and right shoulder, pierced liver, collapsed lung. I mean, they've put uh, metal strips on his ribs and tied them together. He's got, uh, you know, titanium in his legs for his bone that had twisted. I mean, it's pretty incredible that, that he is alive, let alone actually up and moving around. The day of the interview with Diane Sawyer, he was, it was his uh, first day, well, the second day or whatever, that he had actually just gotten up and was able to start walking uh, outside of, you know, just being up and around in a wheelchair. Now, I see a story uh, this morning where he stepped out to Six Flags with some family members this past weekend, and he was up with a cane walking around. So he is up and moving around. Now, that having been said, fascinating. We talked to the neighbors, we talked to the nephew, we talked to the family. He is uh, responsible. He said that he's responsible for all these people. He was sad that he put them through all this. Uh, he takes care of a lot of people. A lot of people depend on Jeremy. There's no doubt about that. He loves his family. No question about it. He loves his mom. His mom was by his side the whole time reading to him. Uh, you know, his sister, his nephew uh, was there. His nephew was there, um, part of the accident. Uh, he was the reason that he was in the accident because he was trying to save his nephew. Um, really fascinating. These people all depend on Jeremy to get back to work. <laughs> Uh, but the whole special, the whole thing, I was just a ruse. I, I was so, I was so, after, after it aired, I'm mad at myself because I like Jeremy and I like a lot of his work and, you know, I, no problem. I'm happy that he's made all this money. He's got this great success and, you know, Diane Sawyer is quick to point out that he knows his, uh, you know, with his health care and he's in his privilege. Okay. Shut up. We know he's got a lot of money and he's made a lot of money and he's worked hard to get it. Okay. So he's taking care of a lot of things, but the whole thing was just a ruse. We've been had sure. It was good to see that he survived being run over by his 14,000 pound snowplow. I mean, it was just the sides of the wheels. Anyway, it wasn't the full weight of the thing. <laughs> I mean, he is so lucky to be alive anyway. Uh, and he's recovering you know, super, and he just, he won't be kept down, right? I mean, that's the kind of guy he is. That's why he's, you know, the superstar that he is. He's not going to be kept down. But the whole thing, we were just rused. We were just, we were just rused the whole thing. The, the entire interview was put on because of his new show coming up, Renovations. Okay, so Diane Sawyer from ABC gets the interview, which is why, you know, I guess he turned down Chewing the Fat because I'm not uh, affiliated with Disney. And so then, so Diane Sawyer, ABC gets the interview and they're promoing renovations, the show, which will air on uh, Disney plus. So they talked about how it was so great that, uh, how he renovates all this stuff. And it is, and it's really cool. The things he does with the buses and the fire trucks and all the, you know, all the cool stuff that he does. And he, he renovates them and gives them away to communities and whoever is in need, which is really cool. And I, and I, I think it's a really cool thing. However, the whole thing was set up to promote the new show on Disney plus. That's it. That's the only reason he did it. 
you, we would not have seen Jeremy anywhere else. I mean, except maybe he would have accepted, you know, my offer to be interviewed here on Chewing the Fat. But other than that, uh, the only thing we saw was him on ABC with Diane Sawyer and promoting his new renovation show on Disney+. Plus. That's the only reason we saw the whole thing. And, you know, I, I get it. I get it, but... I don't like to be able to get it, okay? I'm happy that we got to see it and hear about it, and I'm glad that he's alive, but I'm mad that it was just a ruse for a promo of the new show. That's it. That's it. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, the people at Snowcat, the snow plow company, could not be happier with this interview. He admits in the interview that it was all him. It was his fault. Uh, the accident happened because of him. It had nothing to do with Snowcat. And they are like, oh yeah, keep talking, Jeremy. Keep talking. We love you too. And wow, what an episode of Succession last night. I don't know if you're watching Succession on HBO or HBO Max, but last night's episode was pretty amazing. So I want to spoil it. I want to talk to you about it. But I know that it just aired last night. And everybody gets mad. Ah, you can't talk about this yet. We haven't even seen it yet. We haven't had time to see it. Okay, so here's the deal. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it sometime this week. I don't know when. I'll, let, I'll give you today. Okay? I'll give you today. <laughs> if you're watching Succession and you haven't caught last night's episode, if you're listening live, today is the 10th of April. 2023 it aired on hbo max on the 9th of april 2023 so i'm gonna give you a day all right i'm gonna give you at least a day to watch it and get caught up if you if you're watching it because uh last night's episode deserves to be talked about and i for one will talk about it but i'll give you a day that's it that's all i'm giving you then then we're gonna go ahead and talk about it and I guess we finished the Masters yesterday, uh, all weekend long. I love they were in delay, and then they were golfing, and then they were delaying, and then there was weather, and then it was rain, and then trees were falling, and Tiger was limping around, and players were walking around in water, and it was snowing, and everybody's holding an umbrella, and then they're not holding an umbrella, and the next I tune in, and then it's on pause. And then I was told that the Sunday Masters was going to be paused. So I thought maybe we'd have the final day on Monday. Nope. They started play again and they went ahead and ended it. So John Rahm uh, is the Masters champion 2023. Congratulations. Uh, nobody saw it because nobody knew when the damn thing was going to be on. Okay. <laughs> uh, congratulations. You've got the green jacket. Maybe we can all go back and look and see, you know, the finishing round. I guess uh, he entered the final round trailing uh, Brooks Kepka by two strokes, and then uh, he won. He won in the end, so he became the second Spanish player to win two different majors. Congratulations to him! Uh, the 87th Masters uh, began Sunday under sunny and dry, but still chilly. Oh, okay. I mean, I thought it was being. I, I read that it was, they were pausing it on Sunday, so. All right, then the golfers completed the third round in the morning before they started the fourth round in the afternoon because they paused the third round in the middle of they had to shoot the second round. It was just a nightmare. So congratulations to all the 
all the players. And, you know, uh, Kepka is part of the Live Tour. So the PGA is happy <laughs> that he didn't win because it looked like he was going to win. I will just say they did not want a Live Tour uh, win in that one. Tiger withdrew. Uh, when he when they resumed on Sunday, I guess he had withdrawn uh, Sunday morning because Saturday was uh, you know a tough day for him. It was cold and windy and rainy, and man, that does not bode well for joints that uh, have uh, sticks and stones holding them together. And so he did not uh, he did not fare well out there in the bad weather. So it was disappointing, but it was glad that he made the cut and he was there. And I, you know I tuned in to see Tiger. And then you know, what did I see? I don't know. Trees falling. It's raining. I saw a lot of umbrellas and uh, water popping up off the greens. And I saw the balls, you know, stopping where they should continue to go because of the water. And it was just kind of agonizing. So maybe we can do better. Maybe the Masters can do better. Oh, you can't control the weather, Jeff. What, are you going to put golf courses under a dome? That's not a bad idea. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So who died today? Who died today? Well, let's begin with uh, ABBA's long-term guitarist, Lasse Wellander, is uh, dead at the age of 70 after falling ill with cancer. I am very sad. He played on some of the the group's uh, biggest hits throughout the 70s and 80s. He was also involved in their recent Voyage album, which was released in 2021. So it was with uh, indescribable sadness that they announced that their beloved Lassie had fallen asleep. And he uh, turned out to be cancer that had spread uh, throughout his entire body. So uh, rest in peace, Lassie Wellander at the age of 70. Then we have uh, the last pictures of S Club 7 star Paul Kettermull, uh, who passed away at 46. He was seen dancing in the countryside with upbeat photos just one day before his tragic death. Huh. He was found dead at his home. There's said to be no suspicious circumstances surrounding his passing, but the cause of death is currently unknown. Huh. Don't look at me. I didn't say it. I didn't say what you're thinking, but, uh, you know, Paul Catamol is dead at the age of 46 and no cause of death has been uh, determined and uh, he was seen just dancing in the backyard the day before so don't look at me I didn't say it you did and that's not very nice okay also we have a couple of uh, I had a couple of people who passed away that I was emailed about uh, emailed chewing the fat at the uh, one uh, you, you didn't mention Ronnie Lee 
who passed away. He was a teammate with Dan Marino and then played for the Miami Dolphins. You didn't mention Ronnie Lee, who died at 66, former NFL player. So there, I've mentioned it. Uh, actually, I was reading about Ronnie Lee, and he was incredible. I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't realize he had such a, an amazing career. So Ronnie Lee had a 10-year stint with the Dolphins, and then he played for the Falcons in the middle, and he played both tight end as well as offensive tackle for the Dolphins, okay? He, uh, plus, he was a high school champion, college football uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, he was you know, absolutely legendary. Plus, uh, he also, three seasons with the Seahawks, two seasons with the Falcons. He remains to be one of a handful of players who played three different positions on the field, includes Moronko Nagurski and uh, Hall of Famers Sammy Baugh and Les Ritker. I mean, just the guy was amazing, right? So he played the uh, high school champions with uh, for John Tyler High School here in Texas with uh, legend, another legendary footballer, Earl Campbell. He uh, And he apparently, even with Earl Campbell, caught an 80-yard catch that uh, ensured victory for his high school team to go to the championship. Then he was later inducted into the Texas High School Hall of Fame. He was inducted into the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame. Just uh, the guy had an amazing career. So Ronnie Lee, rest in peace at the age of 66. Then I got another email saying, you didn't mention Lucy Foyt. Whack. You didn't mention Lucy Foyt. Whack. Lucy Foyt. Why am I going to mention Lucy Foyt? Well, uh, she passed away. Rest in peace. She's dead at the age of 84. She is the wife of A.J. Foyt. Now, of course, you know A.J. Foyt. Uh, I mean, he's probably one of the greatest race car drivers of all time. I mean, A.J. turned uh, 88 this year. And uh, he's still out there doing his thing. So Lucy Foyt, rest in peace, wife of A.J. Foyt, uh, dead at the age of 84. Then we get this news about Lance Reddick. Now, Lance Reddick, we, you know him, you love him. I loved Lance Reddick. He was in so many shows that I love to watch. And uh, we got news of his passing a couple of weeks ago. And so now his attorney, claimed that uh, Lance was the most physically fit person I've ever known. He said the actor worked out daily at his home gym, doing extensive cardio and maintaining a strict diet. In fact, he required the availability of a gym as a contractual requirement when working away from a home. The information appearing on the death certificate is wholly inconsistent with his lifestyle. Uh, so on behalf of Lance's wife, the death certificate information is not corroborated and is inconsistent with the facts known to the family. Now, I don't know what happens now. I don't know if there's any further action. I don't know what can be done, but no, stop it. That's not, he didn't say that. He didn't say what you're thinking. Okay. They're just saying that he had heart disease and that's what they're saying he died of. He had uh, uh, coronary artery disease and, you know, that was plaque buildup in the arteries. And so, you know, that's why he collapsed in his backyard. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't because of that. All right. I know what you're thinking. He was an actor. He was working in Hollywood. Of course he had that, but... 
you know, it didn't say that in the story. So that's you thinking that, not me. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, a lot of uh, school bus stories in the news the last few days. Uh, this headline is a little misleading, though. A uh, naked man driving stolen school bus with dead deer inside leads police on chase. Okay, so... It's <laughs> happened in Pennsylvania, uh, spanning Adams, York, and Cumberland counties in Pennsylvania. And if you know uh, where those counties are in Pennsylvania, well, then you know. Uh, if you don't, just uh, know that it's in Pennsylvania, okay? So according to Carroll Township Police Department, who I'm sure is a fine police department there in Carroll Township, uh, they received a call about uh, seeing a stolen bus being driven by a guy by the name of Tony Sanders in Dillsburg at around 7:10 a.m. So the Pennsylvania State Police got uh, a report about the same school bus to be on the lookout. And, of course, the officers spotted the stolen bus driving through a giant Foods and Rite Aid parking lot. The school bus then took off, and the officers say they pulled the bus over near the turnpike, but shortly after it pulled away, which started a chase. So then he exited off, and then he drove over some uh, intersection berm, and then he almost flipped the bus. Then he turned into a neighborhood where he ran out of the bus. All right, at that time, he had clothes on. He wasn't naked. All right, as he was running away from the police, that's where he stripped his clothes off. I guess he thought he could run faster (laughs) without the clothes weighing him down because you know how heavy clothes are. So uh, he stripped naked as he was running through the parking lots and trying to get away from police. Now, he was finally arrested, fully naked, And he later admitted, yeah, I took the bus while I was driving another vehicle and uh, that I had stolen and I crashed that. So I went ahead and took the bus. He also admitted to placing a dead deer inside the bus. Now it was, he wasn't taking it home to eat the deer. He said that he told, he told police, I was attempting to drive it to my home to use as fertilizer in my garden. (laughs) Of, Of course you were, Tony Saunders. Of course you were. So he's currently being held at the York County Prison for fleeing an officer, receiving stolen property, reckless driving, and resisting arrest. So I don't know what else happens to Tony, but (laughs) uh, just a misleading headline, okay? It's a naked man driving a stolen school bus. No, he wasn't naked while driving the school bus. That's what I get out of that story, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Tony had some issues, sure, uh, but uh, he wasn't naked while he was driving the bus. He was running away from police when he realized, hey, these clothes are weighing me down. I could run faster. I've got to get them off of me. And so he stripped naked as he was running away from the police. And apparently it didn't work because he was caught by police. Then we have Jackie Miller, a bus driver out of Ohio 
who has resigned from her bus driving duties. She probably would have been fired had she not resigned, but she did resign. So she could say that she wasn't fired. So she uh, went on a foul mouth tirade at students uh, that has become an inspiration for a t-shirt and uh, she's got a GoFundMe that's raised nearly 60000 for her to retire or go on vacation. The t-shirt or sweatshirt uh, is being sold for $25. $5 of all the sales for the sweatshirt, which so it's not hers, uh, goes to her, uh, which is nice of the company to do that. The 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 t-shirt and or the sweatshirt has a has a picture of a of a school bus on it and the the saying on the on the t-shirt is my foot's gonna be so far up your a and the sss is a dotted out it's gonna dangle from your nose <laughs> so she got a little wound up at the kids on the school bus and uh, you know she said that uh, I do apologize for my actions on that day but I won't take it back. Um, this is the plight of all bus drivers. We are treated with such lack of respect. Apparently, uh, she's sorry for the way it went down, but she was a challenging day and the students sprayed, per- sprayed perfume and it sparked a horrible asthma attack and she was pissed. She claims that uh, this has been going on for at least two years of needling by a core group of kids on her Amherst route. <laughs> the video is awesome. Awesome. Now it's got big guy language in it. So just know that it's got big guy language in it. Some of it I think is beeped out. I tried to find one that wasn't beeped out because it is awesome. Sick of you. Sick of you. I'm done with it. I'm going to start kicking some serious ass. Do you hear me? Yes. My foot's going to be so far up your ass, it's going to dangle out your goddamn nose. I'm done with you. That phone in your bag. Now you give it to me. She's so pissed. Done. Oh, yeah, she's done. God dang it, I can smell it. I didn't spray anything. I'm allergic to this. Open your I backpack. didn't spray anything. It's right, it's, just, uh-huh. it's, big, it's right in the big so backpack. It's in the oh, wings. Wow. Okay. You're like a star too, Maya. You're no innocent. You're no innocent angel here. I'm done with this. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll let it go. It goes on for about another minute and a half. It's awesome. She is all wound up. Now, I will say uh, that uh, I know that, uh, you know, this may be a plight of all bus drivers treated with such lack of respect. But as a child, uh, I rode the bus uh, to school my very first year in uh, school. And uh, I had a bus driver shortstop me because uh, we lived on a dead end road out in uh, Tuscola County, Michigan. And uh, I used to stand up when we were coming up to my home because we hit the dead end road and I would stand up and the bus driver would come down my road and, you know, go around the tree and and go on out, but he would drop me off. And he always said, sit down, remain seated. Don't stand up until I I stop. And so, you know, me being me, I'm going to stand up. It's my road. I'm getting to my house. I'm going to stand up. Well, he gave me a quick stop, a quick short stop, and I fell down and I darn near poked my eye out. I still have a little bit of scar on my one eye from hitting a corner of a, of a school bus seat. 
uh, as I fell down. And I got off the bus. I was crying. I was bleeding. And back in those days, uh, when uh, back in back in the day when uh, parents didn't do didn't weren't mad at uh, bus drivers, the bus driver just said he stood up. I told him not to stand up, and he fell down. That's why I told him not to stand up. And my mom you know, believed him and off we went and I got in trouble for standing up on the bus when it should have been him that got in trouble, okay, for shortstopping me and making me fall, son of a gun. Anyway, uh, so she's, uh, she doesn't, she's not a bus driver anymore and uh, the kids actually won that battle. She's gone. It's been two years. They don't have the fun anymore of needling our girl, Jackie Miller, the bus driver from Ohio. Now, later in the story, it talks about how she may not retire. She may just drive a, a bus for the city or some other bus, not, necess- not school buses. So if I'm one of those kids, I search her out and find out where she's continuing to drive her bus and specifically take that bus. Maybe I buy a t-shirt from the mistakesonthelake.com collection that has her, my foot's going to be so far up your ass, it's going to dangle from your nose t-shirt. <laughs> and I wear that on the day that I show up on her bus. And, you know, maybe I accidentally spray some some uh, perfume as I'm boarding the bus, too, just to get after her. Now, I say that as a joke, because I would never, never do anything like that, ever. Just saying that maybe these kids would do that. Because I most definitely would not. All right. I heard a, uh, a joke that uh, we'll use for a joke of the day. I heard it this weekend. I did get a couple of jokes of the day sent to me uh, on chewing the fat at theblaze.com. I will uh, get to those as we uh, continue uh, throughout the week. You can always follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. You can follow me uh, on my YouTube channel, ChewingTheFatAtTheBlaze.com. You can email the show, as always, ChewingTheFatAtTheBlaze.com. You can order a Cameo from me at JeffyJFR on Cameo. That's not free, but uh, I'll do, you know, I'll be happy, sad, glad, whatever you need. That's what Cameo is. Uh, they're my pimp, so you just order it through Cameo at JeffyJFR, and I'll do what you need for that, okay? All right, good. Now, the joke of the day that I heard this weekend that made me laugh, and so I thought, hey, I'll tell you. So a lady has uh, a facelift, and uh, she's really happy with it. She has plastic surgery with a facelift, and she thinks it makes her look years younger, and she loves the way it looks. And so she, on her way home from the doctor's office, she stops off at a little uh, thrift store and she's looking at some dresses and she says to the guy before she leaves, so how old do you think I am? And the guy behind the counter says, oh man, you look great, probably 35. And she says, nope, 49. And he goes, wow, that looks great. And she leaves. So then she... uh, off she goes to uh, stop at McDonald's for a little bit of lunch. And she's in line at McDonald's and she gets her order and she says, how old do you think I look? And the guy behind the counter says, oh, I think you look 29. And she goes, oh, that's so nice. Me too. But really, I'm 49. And uh, he goes, wow. And she leaves and she's all happy. She thinks that it's a wonderful thing that uh, she, this facelift has made her look so much younger. And she's at the bus stop, waiting on the bus. Another bus uh, part of our story. Uh, she's at the bus stop, 
Today's a bus stop day. Uh, she's at the bus stop and she's all happy and she's she's still excited that she looks so beautiful. And there's a an older gentleman standing next to her and she decides to ask him, "Hey, so uh, how old do you think I am?" And the the man looks at her and says, "Ma'am, I'm I'm 80 years old and I'm losing my vision. But when I was younger, there was a sure way that I could tell how old females were, and uh, that's by feeling their breasts." And so the lady looks around and nobody's there and she decides, okay, well, I'll see if this, if this actually works. So she, you know, she pulls up her blouse a little bit and the old man slides his hands up underneath her blouse and starts feeling her breasts and he feels her breasts for several minutes and then pulls his hands out and says, you're 49. And she's like, that's amazing. You guessed my age. How did you do that? And he said, I was standing in line behind you at McDonald's. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.